Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello there, Instagreers. Welcome to the show. Hey, Donna. Hi, Berlin. Hello to our audience. Well, once again, we're you're just coming in in the middle. Berlin and I have been talking for about 10 minutes and, I'm, and we're like, we got to turn on the recording. This is just, this is too um, amazing in its, uh, Berlin gets on, yeah, in its weirdness, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh so my Berlin God. gets on and she starts talking about this word responsibility. And I'm like, internally talking to myself going, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Because the word that I was talking to myself about and seeing everywhere I turned yesterday was the word responsibility. So we're going to talk about it. Yep, exactly. So within two days, I've heard three different people in different contexts use that concept of us as maturing sons need to be taking responsibility, um, not shouldering responsibility that's not yours you know, understanding what to do with responsibility, being capable, and this is actually in the word, response, able, able to respond, right? Capable of responding. So there's just a lot of different things. And and the, the context, though, that I heard it in were totally different, but we'll get into that. Um, I'm interested to hear, because you were processing from yourself, I was processing with other people. So I want to hear yours first, since it was Oh, you do? Okay. All right. Well, I was reading a book. uh, As you guys know, we're interested in alternative modalities of health, seeking out what has been lost to mankind about the human body and how to keep it healthy in light of all the things that are in the Babylon system that are trying to kill the human body. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one other caveat to that also the, the, the occult and the new age have hijacked a lot of things that were meant for good. And so we're saying, Lord, what's your truth in this modality? We're also doing that. Oh, so glad you put it like that because a lot of this stuff, they captured it. Then they put veils over it to the Christian community So that the Christian community thinks it's off limits when Father God as creator created it for us. Um, And, and, you know, in this broadcast, we go way out there. We say wild things. And so it to the nth degree, Donna. The nth degree, right? And so, (laughs) so we say wild things. So you guys can let them settle in and if you trust Berlin and I just a thimbleful, uh, you'll go, well, if they're talking about it, maybe I should explore that. Let the Holy Spirit teach me and and put signs and wonders in my path about that topic. And do so, your own research. And yeah. do your own research. Word for it. Yeah. And do your own prayers and exactly. listening to God about these topics. Yeah. Okay. All that's a backstory. But so I'm reading a book called Unleashing the Healing Miracle Within. Dr. Thomas Lucky, 
and he wrote this in 20, oh goodness, 2016. So it's not new, but um, he has an unusual, he's a Christian. He has an unusual backstory of his life. He, um, he, but he wrote this book and a friend of mine uh, had it in her bookshelf. I picked it up and I just knew I had to read it. I was going to order it. And she graciously allowed me to take it home with me to read it. And so I've read it and I've, I've put sticky notes all over it and I'm going to go back and break it down. But oh, it just show those sticky notes because that's, oh, you want to see it? Okay. So here's the book. Guys. Oh my gosh, a girl after my own heart, except for I would label them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all sticky notes and that's on the first read. And now I'm going to go back and, and really break it down. But anyway, so I'm reading along and I'm enjoying what he's saying. I'm like nodding my head. I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, I like that language. Oh, there's a truth. And just building my own internal um, belief system of my father, God in heaven, created my body to heal itself. And when I work with my body and its energy frequencies and give it the things it needs, it will um, eventually heal itself unless my body believes something that is a lie or that's not based in the light of truth. So I'm reading along and all that. And he gets to this point. I don't even know what page it's on right now. I'd have to really look at uh, Berlin. But he says one of the things we need to do, and he I like the I, I like the way he, he wrote his book. You know, he puts lists of things and like the seven this and this and the ten this and this. And I, I'm like, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. I'm the bullet point girl. Okay. So <laughs> so anyway, on one of his lists, he goes, and in order to be healthy and have a healthy life and, and longevity and all this, one must learn to take responsibility. And that word hit my spirit, man so big and i'm like wow that is such a, a a piece of the puzzle of the wholeness because let's be frank largely in america we have been duped to give away our responsibility over our health yep. over our longevity uh to whatever someone else has said whether they know what the heck they're talking about right. or not and a lot of what they're talking about is intentional deception Yep. i.e. recent things we were told to put in our body <laughs> um, anyway not going there so right. so responsibility so I was so I was just thinking and thinking and, and really uh, like a hen nesting over that egg of that word responsibility and how uh, I was telling father gee we we this is what's problematic in a lot of us we don't believe ourselves to be responsible and he said that's because you don't believe yourself to be a steward Mm -hmm. so responsibility for me is is linked to stewardship well Mm -hmm. stewardship is the reason we're here right you know go ahead yeah i just want to insert here because and the reason that we don't believe we're a steward is because we're told god is in control yes Hundred percent, and that that is a very nuanced, very subtle lie from an evil religious spirit, mm-hmm. propagated by angels of darkness. That well, God's got it. He he's in control. Well, obviously he's in control, right? He's the creator, but he has withheld himself uh, intentionally to give humankind through Adam the stewardship of the earth that he created and then when jesus came 
we got leveled up and given back an inheritance that we had lost while on earth, not when we get to heaven, but while on earth in a 3D body created to steward a 3D realm. Right. And and to learn about that 3D realm from a higher dimension. Right. Yeah, he specifically said, um, all these things you will do and more. I give you the authority and the power. And as he is, so are we in this world. So the just, I mean, those those ideas have not sunk in because we're not looking at them in a multidimensional way. You know, I, I love um, Dan Duvall's new series about the transdimensional kingdom because he's really talking about how we are seated in heavenly places and what those heavenly places mean and what does father's kingdom mean literally jesus said my kingdom is not of this world well what does that mean well it's in another dimension it's not far far away it's right here just in a dimension that this physical body doesn't interact with normally but our soul and our spirit do so I love that being responsible for your own health and taking that stewardship for your own health. Do you, do you want to talk about anything more about health on that? Because no, I want to hear your end of it because okay. well, I want the audience to hear what you were starting out when you, when we sure. first started. Well, sure. So, so the other two, I heard also responsibility regarding health responsibility regarding, um, literally how our body is functioning not just health but like optimal functioning of systems of our human of our mm -hmm. flesh mm -hmm. right so so there was that and then the other two were one was taking responsibility in an area that breaks your heart or makes you cry and not just praying, oh Lord, let your will be done, but literally putting a stake in the ground and saying, okay, I see this problem. This problem is mine. I am going to do what I can, what you've called me to do, Lord, to solve however much of this problem I can. And literally saying, making that declaration, putting a stake in the ground and owning it as far as this territory I am stewarding right now. And this is part of the declaration of trade. However, I've never said it in that language. <laughs> I've never said it as in the take this responsibility. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. when we do that, I was just having a great conversation with Brian Orm. He, he was saying, when we take responsibility, then wisdom has a place to land. Then oh, we say it again. Say it again. It's so when good. When we take responsibility, then wisdom has a place to land. Solomon was already king, and he had already uh, put into place the parameters of what his kingdom culture was going to look like. What were his responsibilities? He had already done that declaration of trade or constitution or whatever you want to say it. And then he could ask for wisdom. And then he, he was the wisest person who ever lived, right? So, so that totally makes sense that we need to take responsibility in order to have wisdom in that area, because if we ask for wisdom in an area, we won't know what to do with it. And we potentially might misuse it because we don't have the maturity to handle it. And I know that the Lord has talked, has told us all 
you know, for decades, I don't know, centuries, God won't give you the keys to the car when you're a toddler, right? You've got to mature enough to be able to handle it. And I think that taking responsibility is part of that maturing process. Okay. So that's the, that's the first, well, maybe not the first, but one of the areas that I heard it in. And the other one, and this was so profound, Donna, is our language. Taking responsibility for literally using accurate, truthful words and speaking in a way that truly reflects the feelings that we have. Because when we use language such as asking a question, uh, why is this always happening to me? What that really reveals is an anger and a resentment. And I hate what's going on right now. And if you hate what's going on in life, you hate God. It's like, ooh, I never <laughs> thought about taking responsibility in that kind of a fashion and not asking, why is this happening to me? But saying, what in me is attracting this is a, is a much more responsible way to couch something and way to frame it up because you're taking responsibility. What in me needs to change so that I stop attracting and manifesting because the words of our mouth manifest our world, right? What in me needs to change? And that's a much more uh, profoundly powerful, authoritative stance taking responsibility, even in our language. So yeah. that there, I mean, there's a, so a whole breadth to what that means. And I'm probably going to be teaching on, I'm, I'm actually doing another gathering on Saturday. I'm so excited in St. Paul. Oh, that's good. And I'll probably be teaching some of that and maybe doing some lie busting around the things that we're believing that make us or have conditioned us or programmed us to speak in language that reveals something that's not taking responsibility. Yeah, I, you know, when you start talking about that word responsibility and everybody's unique to that, I think you come to the table of responsibility based on um, a lot of your culture, a lot of your your how you were raised, a lot of how you were raised in various streams of the body of Christ in the various churches. And then as you mature, and, and some of us mature sooner than others, so it's not related to the number of days you're on the planet. It's right. related to your call and why you're here and your heart to follow after God. And so your responsibility, God is always working to teach you your responsibility, not in a, I got to teach her her responsibility because that's how it can be taught. <laughs> he would, he's, he's instead he's linking it to the beauty of his gift of stewardship. Right. And there's a whole lot of people out there that, that don't think that stewardship was a gift. They think that stewardship was a hardship. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. so you got to debunk some of the wrong understanding of, of how you view stewardship versus hardship versus responsibility. Work. Yeah. And, and the other thing, I just responding to some things that you said. Um, I remember way back when God taught me, he said, Donna, the word why, the question why is the last thing that you that you should ask me. You should ask me how, when, what, 
ask me those questions first. That's and so the good. why of a thing will come to light. But why is actually an accusatory word. Exactly. It accuses God. It accuses another person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I, and I, I heard that revelation, I got that thought. I, I, you know, I've been thinking about that within my lifetime. And it, in the first place I changed it, it was in my relationship with Jesus and my relationship with Holy Spirit. So I don't use that word why much anymore uh, because I just trained myself. I disciplined myself to use the other questions. Uh, not that it is illegal to ask him why, because a lot of times he will tell you, but it just, it was a, it was a new way for me to, to hear that with the Lord. So um, what was it going on that? Oh, I know what it was. So when we talk about stewardship, uh, responsibility, you start with yourself first. There's that put on your own oxygen mask first before you help the person next to you sort of uh, paradigm. And it's also linked to this. And this is another thing that I have been pondering over the last several weeks. And that's the word boundaries. Mm. Your your stewardship comes with boundaries. It's gifted to you with boundaries. It's up to you to find out with your relationship with the Holy Spirit where those boundary lines are. And it circles back to your health because your health will suffer when you are overextended over a boundary that you blew past or you didn't even know was there. You were just ignorant that it was there. You didn't know. And when you pull back into your boundary, your health, your body begins to resonate the resonant frequency of your energy begins to align itself and, and, and it begins to go well with you. And so I just, I I find the whole responsibility and boundary link that, that holds hands right there. Fascinating in light of the fact that it was intentional on God's part when he gave humanity stewardship of the earth and he wanted to work with Adam. He, he loved his idea of humanity and all, even when humanity had issues, he, he never stopped loving us and loving his idea of humanity being responsible for the earth in a stewardship manner, resourced through Jesus with all the resources of the kingdom of God. So good. I love that. And another you were mentioning boundaries that you can blow past them or you didn't know they were there. They can also be set in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. No, uh, um, let's just go or back. S- or someone else could have set them for you. Yeah. And you yeah. didn't think to check that out. Was that a true boundary or not? Right. Right. Or we've been lied to. We literally uh, been lied to about boundaries. You know, hundred percent. This, this, this is good for you. This is healthy. Yeah. Because like a or, or supplement or something, you know, when you know your boundaries, uh, okay. Another linking, another handshake to, to, to the word boundary and responsibility is also favor because where you are within your, within your boundary boundaries. And, and if you think about, no, don't think about geography boundaries, although that is a boundary, right. Mm-hmm. And health body is a boundary, right. That is a boundary, but also interdimensionally. As a son of God, interdimensionally, where are your boundaries? Where are your boundaries with relationships? Where are your boundaries with particular relationships? Right. Um, 
And and you could think about boundaries with business. You could think about boundaries with trade, commerce. Um, but where, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Where, where your boundary lines are, it falls to you in pleasant places. That's what the word says. It fall, your, your lines fall to you in pleasant places. And when you're in the boundaries that you know, and by the way, Holy Spirit will really help you know where they are if you ask him. Then you have the favor of God in there. That's so good. And operating in your favor is operating in the anointing and in your purpose and in your identity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those boundary lines change. And this is where I think we get in a mess is that we're not following the seasonality and the cycle patterns of Yahweh. And even in our own growing up in the number of years we've been on the planet, seeing our seasons change and shifting with that identity boundary stewardship change. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a, this is just me being me like, okay. So yes, my number of cycles around the sun is going up. When do I get to, when do I have to stop coloring my hair red? <laughs> when you choose. I have like, oh, that's one of those things. Like you, you see women who have let their hair be white or gray or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I am so not there. I, that, that's a boundary. I'm not ready to cross yet. Yeah. If you're not I there, you're not there. The, I'm, I'm staking territory. In the- <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it is fun to talk about, you know, things like that, but you, you begin to, you, you can, because you are, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. If you have asked him to, to do so, then your, your, your relationship with him, he loves to point out your boundary lines and he's helpful when you, you overstep or here's the other side of that same coin. You don't fill up your boundary. You don't fill up your responsibility. You don't fill it no. out to its furthest end of your responsibility. And so this is why we have to encourage and exhort each other. Be sure you're taking personal responsibility for what you're here for in the season you're here for mm-hmm. in the identity that you have achieved with the father. And you know, about, um, of all the things that he's brought you through, good and bad, and he's caused you to be an overcomer in those things, to flip that to all of that was for present now to the future. Present to the future. My responsibility is in the present to the future. To know where my boundary line is, is in the present going into the future. I just I love that. And another word that I've been pressing into for the last few weeks is margin. And so what you described was not filling everything up in your time, in your finances. Don't run to the end of your energy and then all of a sudden be depleted or run to the end of your finances and be depleted. You know, have margin around the edges of where your boundary is. And then not only to have that margin, but also to have the overflow and you, we're serving from the saucer, right? We're serving from the overflow of our of our lives. And I don't remember the verse that that is in, in the Bible, but the overflow can only happen after margin. Because if you think about it, when you fill, or let's just use my, my water, like I'm not going to fill it all the way to the rim, right? There's a margin. 
right? But if I were to serve it to someone else, I want it to be overflowing into the saucer below, right? So not only do we want that margin for our for our own our own sanity, our own safety, our own uh, place of rest and having having the ability to have the life abundantly that he called us to do, you know, in health and mm -hmm. everything as our soul prospers, all of that stuff. Not only do we have that, but we're also called to serve others. And so mm -hmm. when we're depleted or we're, we've not even reached our normal capacity, much less have margin in our life, we're not serving others to, to the fullness of the responsibility that he potentially could give us to steward, right? That's really good. And oh boy, another another word, a language word that's linked to responsibility is choice. Choice, choice, choice. God always loves your choice. He's looking to see what your choice is. He wants to counsel you with your choice, but he also is allowing you to have that choice to bring about the total full expression of the many faceted facets of our God. And through your expression, we need your best choice, just like you need my best choice. That's good. To fill up with best choice everything in the 3D life, but also everything in the inter in the dimensional life. Because the word of God is really clear. You have been given eyes and ears that that see and hear in a different dimension. That's hearing the voice of God. That's knowing the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's perceiving things like reading between, reading the space between the lines in people's lives or in people's pain or in people's hurt or in their victory, you know, and gaining the insight that, that the devil and his kingdom of darkness wants to intentionally keep from you but god has already trumped him by saying no you already have spiritual eyes and spiritual ears it's just the learning and the practicing of them so good so good so so yeah we just we're we're really encouraging taking responsibility for the areas where the lord is showing you this is your responsibility or this is, this is a desire that I put on your heart. I wired you to have compassion for these people. I wired you to have passion for doing this thing. And so if you're operating from that destiny scroll, the way he's designed you, then you just reach out and say, okay, I'll take responsibility for this. I don't know what that looks like, but it's a it's a stake in the ground that says, yes, Lord, to the will of the Father coming in invention, in ideas, in creativity, in divine connections, in opportunities, in the resources, all of the different ways that that portal can now be open so that Father's will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. so, so there's that, but then there's also the idea of not taking on responsibility he didn't call you to. I alluded to this in the beginning because I see people wearing like a martyr shield uh, and a weight on their shoulders of something that he never called you to handle. He is 
you are not your brother's keeper in everything that your brother does, right? So uh, it's so true because that brother is responsible to God in his responsibility. Exactly. Bingo. And we have to give room, especially for adults, you know, we have to give room for adults to um, gain the recognition of their responsibility and where their boundaries are. Yeah. I was, I was just talking to a friend the other day and bless her heart. She was very receptive, but like I said, I'd had this thought about responsibility in my mind and, we were talking about a third party and I said, uh, I counseled her, you could step back a little bit and allow those responsibilities that are actually hers, they're not yours, to have their effect so God can work in her life. And those of us who are very mercy oriented, we don't like to hear that because we have an assumption that the pain that that third party will go through to get to finding their boundaries is too much for them. Right. But we're not in their skin. We're not in their gifting. We're in our own. And so you have to kind of park with the Lord and go, okay, I see a thing. So, so she agreed that she had maybe overextended. And once she had pulled back and even, and this happened even in a phone call that when she had pulled back a little bit, right away, instantly in her mind and heart, she began to be able to have a dream, a hope and a, and a future a vision for something completely different that because she was overextended in this boundary area over here, stewarding something that wasn't hers to steward this thing that God Yahweh was presenting before her, that was totally him, totally at his kingdom. Like if he doesn't do it, God, it it's not going to happen kind of thing that she has the anointing for and the favor for to go and, and fulfill that thing and steward it for God. That could never have happened, but it, it happened instantly with her mind change. I'm not responsible for this, but I, oh my gosh, now he's showing me I am responsible for this. I love that because that's running the race that's set before you, not set before someone else. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. And to those of our audience who may be feeling condemnation or or shame or, oh my gosh, I blah, 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 I've blown it. All you have to do is change your mind and say, yeah. Papa, I, I think I overstepped here. I repent. I'm getting back on my track. Lead me and guide me. Yep. And here's, ask my, here's my new favorite word when I when I realize I've been doing something wrong. Here it is. You ready? Drum roll. Oops. <laughs> like I, you don't need to make up a story about your self worth. You don't need to make up a story about the the you know what shoulda coulda woulda happened and how it would have been different. And I, yeah, I, yeah, just oops. You know, repent, repair. If you if there's damage to other relationships or whatever, ask the Lord. Okay, what's yeah. next? Because because on this side of the cross, you can put it under the blood. It's done. Exactly. exactly. But you do have to put it under the blood. You do right. have to repent. You do have to right. acknowledge, oh, oh, not the way to go, Don. That's exactly. not the thing to do. Right. And then you and then you go on because Father says he loves you. He's merciful. He's kind. He prefers that over judgment. And and because of the blood, Jesus is like, I am not condemning you. Donna, stop condemning yourself. Right. Move right. on. That's right. the past. Let's go. It's right. the present to the future. That's important. How are we doing in the present to the future? Right. And this is something, another another way to take responsibility for your language 
and what's truly going on in the inside of you and literally speaking your declaration. When you say, oops, what that really means, that's a repentance. That means I'm changing my behavior. Like I recognize that that was not the way that I want to go. And I see the way that I do want to go, or I see that I actually want to turn my back on that and go a different way being Holy Spirit led. So giving it lip service and just saying, forgive me, and then going on with the same behavior is not repentance. And that's not taking responsibility for that. Oops, being a change, a shift, you know, like, we right. were going, okay, so, right. so there is so a let responsibility me get, there. Yeah, go ahead. Let me just throw this in. If, if you're one of those people that you just kind of throw forgiveness under the bus a little bit, you know, you're like, oh, Lord, forgive me. I, I blew it. Exactly. If you're one of those people, let me remind you of the holiness of God. He is love, but he's also holy. That means he's unlike any other entity ever. And you came from him and he wants to give that awe of uniqueness to you. True repentance must be aligned to your heart. Exactly. So if you're one of those people that, you just kind of fall into that sloppy grace sometimes. And we all do it, I think. And we give ourselves a break, but we won't give the other person a break, you know, that kind of thing. Here's what to do. Here's what to do. Some of you are like, tell me, tell me. (laughs) Here's what to do. Pause for a minute and think of yourself from your brain to your heart. I'm talking about your organ, your organ, your brain to your organ of your heart. Okay. And then think about where your energy field is. I'm talking about the light wave frequency that your being is made of. Okay. And then all of a sudden say out loud so that a reverberation of sound wave frequency takes place. Okay. You're the originator of that. So say, I align my mind with my heart and I repent and I'm not going to do that anymore. Well, I agree. Um, The only thing that I've learned lately is when you say you're not going to do something, when, when you have not language, there's still, yeah, there's still a resentment and that's related to anxiety. Valid point. Valid point. So speak what you want. Always speak the truth in love. So you love what you do want rather than what you don't want. The right, not. right. But mm-hmm. I guess the reason I the say principles. it like, like that is because for a moment, you're looking at the past and you're you're intentionally, but from your heart, from your, your heart is your chooser. So you're intentionally choosing to turn your back on that, mm-hmm. to turn your minds back on that. I'm just saying that when you say it out loud, your whole being comes into agreement, but you're, you're, so you're dealing with your, the way you were created, but you're also dealing with the unseen frequency world and you're also dealing with it by faith. And so you're, and then you're, and then I agree. Then you go on to say what you are going to do. So powerful. So it completes a circuit. If you the knot gets halfway around the circle and then what you are going to do completes the circuit so that it ends at the top, which is where you can now create the new manifest the new world around you by that word. 
and and feeling what you're saying is so important and and when you when you feel the i love um and whatever the new behavior is you know i i love aligning my head and my heart i love the way i feel when i'm aligned with god's pleasure mm -hmm. and when yeah. you say those words and when you feel them then when you when you're out of alignment, you, it will feel wrong. Like it will, like there'll be a disconnect or a disconnect yeah. in that frequency. It, and I think if you could measure that, you could really see it on a graph or on a device. You could really measure that. And it, it, it can be so powerful. You know, those visualizations of the, of, 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 of what you're gaining, what, where you're going forward. Like I am loving that i'm loved by god yeah i'm enjoying the love of god right. just there's there's y'all know this out there but there's just things that you can say in your quiet time say them out loud let your own physical ears hear them because your spirit ears are hearing them mm -hmm. so connect all of your being with with what we've been given using all the tools <laughs> So good, Donna. So good. Wow. This has been a great conversation. I'm so glad we turned on the recorder. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, this is good. Okay. So you can catch up with Donna at dwellhouse.net and you can catch up with me or both of us at spiritcenterbusiness.com. We just absolutely loved doing a gathering in near Louisville, Kentucky. And we would, you know, we're open to doing that again. If you want to invite us, just, you know, contact Go us. Go ahead and say it. We'd yep. love to come talk to your group. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and we can either teach or lead activations or both. Mm -hmm. So we're we're happy to to do that. And I think that the Lord is opening some pretty cool doors for for transformation um, through through literally meeting together in person. I mean, yes, we also can meet on on Zoom. On Zoom. Yeah. Possible. But um it's kind of fun to, you know, be in person and and literally yeah be able to hug each other and share each other's energy and all of that stuff. So, all right, you guys, until next time, take it to the nth degree. Bye-bye.